a new moon in Aquarius is nearly upon us. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Nina's Arcanoscope. Nina here, using tarot readings to help bring clarity to those who need it. Which is basically everyone, right? The world feels so big at times, and we are each of us only one person, so sometimes it can be nice to shine a little light around us. I know it's easy to look at the new moon as simply the quote-unquote dark moon. Some witches refrain from working magic at this time, but it can be as powerful as the full moon. In many ways, they're two sides of the same coin. They're simply two points of the same cycle. While the full moon can symbolize completion and a time to reap the results of your actions, the new moon is a time of beginnings. Set your intentions now and track your process as the moon grows and shrinks. This moon phase is a time for planting your seeds and setting your course. If in the last cycle you feel like you f***ed up, the cool shadow of the new moon grants you a chance to wipe the slate clean. Like the moon, we ourselves are never done growing and receding, and we should allow ourselves to take some solace in that cycle. The sign of Aquarius, meanwhile, is also about growth and expansion. This moon phase is about as is asking you to let yourself get maybe a little weird, to dream and to allow yourself to imagine. Part of getting weird at times is listening to your intuition, which can also mean letting yourself feel and follow those feelings, even the ones that you can't quite explain. Following your feelings is good, but just a quick word of caution. This is not a free pass to be reckless and irresponsible, but, you know, maybe let yourself get that haircut you've been thinking about. Write that song that's been lurking in the back of your mind. Something like that. You know, express yourself. Aquarius is a sign of genius, perhaps, but it's also the sign of communication. Striking an even ground between the two is hard, but absolutely worth it. So, for our tarot reading this episode, I'm using Ethany's Aquarius New Moon Spread and the Radiant Wise Soul Tarot Deck. Links for both of those will be in the show notes. Um, it's a five-card spread that asks five very specific questions, so let's see what the cards have to say. Okay, so our first question for this reading is, how can I detach from a lingering issue from any lingering issues or energies from the past? And for that we get the sun. The sun is a card of joy and celebration. With this question and this card, I think it means to lean into the positive and your sense of happiness, not just, you know, the quick fleeting happiness that feels like it's all that we can achieve at times. But like, take, your, take time to ask yourself what joy means to you and what you need to maintain joy and to feel that joy and go from there. Allow the warmth and light of the sun to burn away old lingering energies that no longer serve you. On its surface, happiness can sound like an easy, simple thing, but it isn't. Not if you want to form something long-lasting and meaningful. Okay, our second question is... How can I look at things differently? And for that we have the Six of Cups. This card symbolizes familiarity, the comforts of home, memories, nostalgia, that kind of thing. How do we look at the familiar differently? What can we change about nostalgia? How do we, maybe how do we feel it differently or how do we maybe not feel so beholden to it, I guess. To me, 
this, this is asking us to look beyond the familiar, or maybe even to try to find the familiar in new surroundings and experiences. Maybe we've been feeling nostalgic lately and we need to shake it off. Or there are things in our past that we still need to reconcile with, which I guess could apply to anybody. And the third question is, how can I be more impactful with my vision? For that we have temperance. A main theme of temperance is integration and mediation. Perhaps you're finding new ideas you need to meld into your vision of the world. Or you need to find some middle ground between your inner world and the physical world around you. It's a card of alchemy and transformation, but not necessarily in a material way. No matter the deck, the art always shows two disparate elements being blended together, so make of that what you need to. What can you blend together to make some new element or concept? Are there gaps you feel that you need to bridge, whether those gaps may be between people or ideas? You know, what needs combining? What can be combined? Food for thought. Our fourth question is, where in my life can I have more fun? And there we have the lovers. Hmm, we can perhaps interpret the card literally and say that we could stand to have more fun in romance. You know, maybe. I'm not sure. The lovers is also a card about harmony and communication. No matter what the relationship may be, communication is essential. Perhaps we're being told to seek out more stimulating conversation. Since the couple featured in the card are shown as they choose each other, standing together, the lovers also hints at the idea of choice. Of, of choice. What choices are you making, and what are you choosing, and why? What do you want, and how do your choices reflect that? How do you trust others enough to reach out when you need them? How do we develop enough confidence in ourselves to respect our own desires and choices? And last but not least, we have a question of what can I do to support my visions and goals? And for that, we have the Two of Wands. The TLDR of this card is to simply keep going. You know, you're making progress and you need to make sure you see things through. Uh, the Two of Wands is sort of like about beginnings, taking the inspiration that you felt already and molding it into something. Beginnings are hard, but the Two of Wands is here to remind you that if you keep pushing ahead, you will make progress. And if you haven't yet made your move, you're at least making your plans. You're checking out the terrain and seeing that it's, likely, that it's likely leading you out of your comfort zone, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. We all need to expand our boundaries every now and then. Hmm... This reading leaves me a lot to think about in the coming days, and I hope it's given you something to ponder as the moon begins its next cycle. However, before we go... <laughs> While doing research on the new moon and what Aquarius could signify in the new moon, I found out that the 24th is also the first day of the Chinese New Year. We'll be ushering in the Year of the Rat, and with it a whole new astrological cycle. If last year felt like the end of something, or maybe the culmination, that's because it was. So maybe give yourself a chance to take a breath and shrug off old, lingering things and feelings. For the year of the rat, rats are seen as being quick-witted and curious. So this year may be a time for investigation, for putting your observations of the worlds around you to good use. 
In addition to being asked to work hard, we're being asked to work smart, whatever that may mean for you. What invigorates you? What drives you? Which brings me to maybe drawing a tarot card for the year just to see where our heads are at. While laying out the new moon reading, I thought I'd grab an extra card to get a tiny feel for what the year ahead may hold for us. The card I drew is the Four of Cups, which, for anyone who's familiar with the standard Rider White Smith deck, shows a man sitting under a tree with his arms crossed over his chest. Three cups sit in the foreground, while the fourth hovers in front of him, basically handing itself to him. He seems like he's too lost in thought to notice it, though. The Four of Cups is telling us that while it's good to envision and imagine the future, we can't get so caught up in that vision or our anxieties that we render ourselves unable to act. We need to take our insights and inspirations and find ways to put them to use. As much as we may want to ignore the things in front of us, we can't. What do you want? What do you dream of? The Four of Cups is a card about doing something to make those dreams a reality, in a large or a small way. It's not asking for huge progress, just get up and start moving. Like, I hate when people say, like, nothing works unless you do, because it sounds like self-help word salad. But you know, what do you want to do? It's easy to talk yourself out of doing it, but maybe give yourself a break and start. Just a little. Get the ball rolling. The Four of Cups is also about, you know, being so caught up in our ideas and maybe our disappointments and stuff that we just sit there and stew on them. So now's the time to start to shake off that sort of, you know, idea of stewing over things and to get up and spring into action. I've started reading Rebecca Solnit's Hope in the Dark recently, and a quote from the introduction has really been resonating with me lately. She says, Paul Goodman famously wrote, Suppose you had the revolution you were talking and dreaming about. Suppose your side had won, and you had the kind of society that you wanted. How would you live, you personally, in that society? Start living that way now. It's obviously not the most useful or applicable of advice, and, you know, it kind of is a broad strokes thing. But it makes me start to wonder what I can do to bring about the life that I want to live. What things, however small, can I do for myself and for others? Well, we open this reading with the idea of, um, you know, new ideas, I guess. And now we close with making an idea a reality. I feel like this is a good place to leave it for now. I hope you find my tiny bit of insight helpful. If you have a particular question that you would like to answer or a private reading, send me an email at volatilesublime at gmail.com with tarot somewhere in the title. If you want it right on the show, cool, just, just make sure to specify that. If you don't, that's cool too, just make sure you write, write it in there. For now, I guess that's all, isn't it? Okay guys, see y'all later.